Um, should I make a new intro podcast song because I don't like ours anymore? Yeah, you should. Yeah, man, if you don't like it, then you shouldn't put a ring on it. <laughs> I'm totally going to play Beyonce at the beginning of this now. <laughs> That's Go ahead, Fergie. Should I count you down again? Yeah, sure. Do your, 97, do your normal thing. 98. 96. Oh 95. 94. I can't believe we got the rights to the Beyonce song. And welcome to another episode of the Winter's Coming Fantasy Hockey Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Alex Ferguson, a.k.a. also named Yellow Swag. Uh, joining me on the other line, as always, is at Jake for 10 and 18, or Dylan. How you doing, Did, Dylan? Okay, I'm great. We're recording this on Wednesday, and Jake for 10 and got 15 penalty minutes tonight. Is that correct? Is that what I was reading earlier? 16. 16? How do you get 16 How penalty minutes? How do you get 16? Minutes? Eight minors. <laughs> 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 it's just, they're all hooking penalties. Um, and that other voice you hear is none other than the other podcasting titan in the the group, Steve, a.k.a. Hi. Beast of New Haven. Beast of New Haven. Yeah, that's me. Hello, hello, gang. Hey, how's it going? It's good. It's good. It's uh, exciting to be on the show. I've uh, heard you guys talk about me for weeks on end, and now I finally that's get true. to have my say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's any that we're gonna get any? We're gonna get like the Stephen bump because we have like a we have cross a celebrity promotion. on our podcast now. Cross promotion on his podcast. You're actually gonna have fewer people listening because Nick is gonna tune out this week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I don't think I don't know if Nick too listens. No, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't. I think Nick hates us all. Okay. Um, Nick, you're dating his sister, right? Or Dylan, you're dating Nick's sister? Is that right? No, that's not how that no, works. No, 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 no. I mean, that's kind of a racist, though, because I'm dating He's dating Abby's the other brown sister. guy's sister. <laughs> the other brown guy in the group. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't know that either of them were brown, so what do I know? You're learning um, stuff every day. <clears throat> We're learning stuff every day. So, if you were to get eight minors in one game, at what point one did they time, just kick you out? What? No, but like, what would you? What? How? Is it possible to get eight separate minors all at the same time? Like, could you, like, knee, hook, elbow, rough, trip, spear? You're and t- you're talking check? like a, a single Somebody? set of penalties. So you like, get eight consecutive. Is it possible minors. to do like all of those motions at once? I feel like, and get eight minors. I think I've watched this episode. Isn't isn't this what the Three Stooges do? <laughs> this, and, so the last or Mr. Bean. This is just an episode of Mr. Bean. <laughs> the last penalty was for terrible sound effects. Sure. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> deafening silence. <laughs> that that was a hilarious joke, Dylan. Tell us another. No. So, Steve. I won't. Uh, another thing that kind of came up during the uh, the oral history of the podcast with with Greg was how you've kind of done this shtick where you have your team name be former teams. Is that correct? That's yeah. That's the the basic premise behind my. But the My problem is, is that the teams that you 
list yourself as all of a sudden come back. Well, <laughs> that that was the joke. That was the reason that I started with. I think I started with the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, and, and you it, did. Yeah, and it was when the Jets were going to come back. Oh, okay, so it wasn't like some sort of prophetic gesture that you. No, no. I I started with the Winnipeg Jets, and then I think I was the Victoria Force the next season. So I was like, I don't think the Victoria Force are ever making their way back to the NHL. Because <laughs> in my head, you went from the Winnipeg Jets, and then you're like, oh, I can't believe this happened. Oh well, I'll change my name to the Vegas Knights, and then <laughs> you're like, why this can't be happening again? So then you now change it to beast in new haven this is that was the timeline in my head and i know i was i was the quebec nordiques one year i was the phoenix coyotes uh, after we lost the phoenix coyotes and they became I miss the phoenix coyotes i know right what's this Atlanta to be bullshit? in phoenix wait at arizona not atlanta wait they're, right. they're still there right like well i mean they moved the phoenix coyotes from glendale to a city in Arizona called Glendale. I've heard the arena is just in the most <laughs> terrible spot. Like it's, there's nothing around it. It's terrible. Okay, so story time. Yeah. Um, three other people in this pool: uh, Derek, Greg, and Nick Prime. And I went on a road trip. You've probably heard of this. I heard uh, there's a video in like a oh there's yeah there's movie. an entire movie made. Um, it took me a year and a half, most mostly of procrastinating but uh during the tortorella era we were on that that road trip into uh california and arizona that resulted in two games where they had nine goals against um oh, really? <laughs> and we were in vegas the night that tortorella stormed the flames dressing room nice. um so like literally the meltdown of the Canucks, we were we were following them and we saw them in in Phoenix and uh, in Glendale and you literally drive off of this incredibly wide uh, highway. It's like 16 lanes wide and you take an off ramp to the biggest parking lot you've ever seen that has like hotels on the outside of it. The place where the football team plays, I don't know what the the what, Cardinals, play there. the Cardinals, yeah, yeah. Um, which is like insanely huge, and then Jobbing Arena or whatever it's called now, and then just like bars, just linking those two is just bars, um, and uh, we went, we, we saw the game and we lost, obviously. I think we saw it was the only game where the Canucks had scored, um, and it was the second game where Sestito got eight minute penalty. Speaking of long penalties, back-to-back oh. <laughs> -back games, eight-minute penalties, uh, which I'd never seen before. And then after the game, we went to the yard house and got invited to a country bar from some like guys that were there who invited us into their truck after we had drank yards of beer. Wait, uh, what? They, they served yards of beer. They served like yardsticks full of beer. So they're like these giant pint glasses, but they're like two pints. And you drink them like you're drinking out of a yardstick. It's really difficult. You know those like those those like glasses you get at uh at the at the PE that are like super tall and you have like a yeah. curly straw in it? It's that but with beer. 
Cool. I don't know where I'm going with this story. Steve, I feel like what's there was the weirdest to be a, a thing you've drunk, but there was drunk beer out of? Sorry. What's the weirdest like uh, vessel you've drank beer out of? See, Fergie doesn't know this about me, Dylan, but uh, I don't drink, so I have, I have at all, at all, yeah. So I, I don't have an answer to that question. I have never, I there are no containers that I have drank uh, beer out of. Oh, his is that. That's probably the weirdest, the weirdest thing you could have possibly drank beer out of. Then is like yeah. nothing, no, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Although it, really, the answer is null as opposed to nothing. But you know. Oh, what's <laughs> um, Fergie, like, Fergie, yeah. get us out of this. Get us out of here. Steve, what other things do you do? I'm joking. Um... <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Oh, no. I just got a text message from my partner that said, you're amazing and a genius and I love you, which tells me none of those things are true right now. She must be listening to our conversation and thinking that I'm a complete <laughs> We have a new idiot. fan. We have a new fan. Wait, <laughs> what time is it over in Ottawa right now? It's currently one ten in the morning. Okay. So it's not like crazy late, but also no. kinda late? What's a normal it's crazy bedtime early time? is what it is. See, what time do you normally go to bed? Uh three o'clock. Wait, AM? <laughs> Yeah, Fergie. Okay. I'm not 80 years old. <laughs> I don't pull myself into bed at, you know, 2.30 in the afternoon while the sun's still in the sky. That's crazy. Um, so, Steve, kind of take us through your, your history here. Where, so you're a Canucks fan that currently lives in Ottawa. I am, unfortunately. How did, how did that come happen? How did you enter this fantasy pool? Because I don't. Re- I feel like you were just. Okay, you Dylan, were we'll always the there. Time. We're we're gonna start with with Steve's childhood, and then we'll eventually get to the fantasy <laughs> hockey podcast. Okay, so when I was six years old, my family moved from Saskatchewan out. No, um, uh the the big reason I'm out in Ottawa is I'm here doing my PhD. I uh, moved out here back Ooh, in Dr. Steve. Twenty. What year is it? Are we in twenty eighteen? Uh, 2014 moved out here to uh, start my PhD. So okay. that was when you chose to take a bus instead of a plane, right? No, that was when I came back. Uh, I had a friend who, well, one, so I revealed last podcast I was a frisbee athlete, and uh, I had a friend who one year uh, nationals for frisbee were in Ottawa, and he proceeded to like hop on trains. Like uh, illegally, yeah. and end up in Ottawa. <laughs> Trains. Wait, yeah, like that's like, dedication. And he was supposed to. He was going to do it with some guy that's already done it before. But the guy that he was going with all of a sudden just hopped off at like Penticton or something like that, and then all of a sudden he's like on his own. And there's like apparently whole books and everything about it on how to like hop trains and end up places but at one point he was in the states which was really dangerous because he didn't have a passport and everything like that and he could get kicked out and anyways that's my whole didn't there was a whole thing from winnipeg right a historical event critical mass or something like that i mean all this sounds like is the boxcar children to me so (laughs) i don't um this is you know a canadian history podcast as everybody knows um 
Winter so, is coming. It's Winter's what they coming. said when they yeah. were on the train, right? Okay. So we're, we're, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it we're bringing back. So, Steve, you took a train from Saskatchewan to <laughs> to Victoria. Is that how that worked? So uh, I flew from Victoria to Ottawa. In, okay. In Wait, direct flight? I didn't realize that was a thing. I feel like we have lost the thread, guys, and we're five minutes into the episode. All right, I've been recording for back. 12. I don't let's know. Let's go back to how you got into the fantasy hockey podcast. Well, hold on. Okay, po- wait. Not podcast. The you pool, got to the Victoria pool, somehow. So you moved from Saskatchewan to Victoria. Wait, when did you become a Canucks fan is what I need to know. <laughs> I've been a Canucks fan since the, the mid-aughts. Uh, I, I had a friend when I first started university who uh, we carpooled to uh, class together. And he... He taught me how uh, hockey was not terrible, as I had always suspected that it was. So right, Saskatchewan, you're just going to be, you know, a watermelon head, right? A Rough Riders fan. I'm okay. So Saskatchewan isn't actually a part of this story. Okay. <laughs> 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 what? You said Saskatchewan at one point, though, right? I I did say the word Saskatchewan at one point earlier on the podcast. You are correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, where were you born? I don't know why I'm so... I just really need to know the answer to this question right now. I was born in Saskatchewan, but I was raised in BC. Okay, specifically... Vancouver Island Ladysmith. Vancouver Island Ladysmith. Okay, so you're... I assume that's a small town because I've never heard of it. Yes. Okay. You could have told me Ladysmith was like a bakery or like, you know, kind of like a lady finger, like a... Like a pastry item, and I'd believe you. Are you um, are you hungry, Fergie? Is that what's going on right I now? I am. I'm very hungry right now too. And I, there was okay today at work. There was cookies, and I've just been fiending for cookies all day. You well, eat the enough cookie... cookies in a day that when you stop eating cookies, you have a okay. So, you have a, like a what what's your cookie preference, headache. guys? Do you guys prefer like like the the more hard ones or like soft ones i mean i prefer cookies that are about the fantasy hockey pool but uh, i would say oatmeal raisin if, if oatmeal you raisin. an actual answer are you a chewy guy or a, like a crunchy chewy. guy chewy. You, chewy. you choose to have raisins in your in your cookies i know right like i don't believe raisins belong in cinnamon buns i don't believe they belong in muffins but they are absolutely necessary for my oatmeal raisin cookie well Otherwise, you'd just be an oatmeal cookie. And... You're not wrong, Fergie. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, are you a crunchy or a chewy guy? I like to split the difference. Let's go with a That's... crunchy oatmeal. <sighs> crunchy, chewy. You you did this last week with our whole, like, trying to take You're a right. stance on Nazis. <laughs> <And> you decided <laughs> to sit on a post. <laughs> You're doing this again with cookies. Where do you? Oh, my goodness. Did did you just compare oatmeal raisin cookies to Nazis, Fergie? No, I was mainly taking Dylan's stance on issues where he just decides to like stay in the, directly in the middle. I've been told that I can be quite argumentative, and I'm trying to I'm trying trying to remedy that by argument is the engine behind our podcast, though. <laughs> Are you sure it's not trying to figure out where I was born? <laughs> well, you already you already revealed that. Oh, wait, right. no, you didn't actually. He was born what in town Saskatchewan. in Saskatchewan. Uh, well, I bleed. Can green, I guess if that if I, helps? Okay. Uh, what green? 
<laughs> okay, Fergie, guess if if that didn't give it away to you. Um, Weyburn. I no, I wasn't born in Weyburn. Okay. How many cities do you know in Saskatchewan, Fergie? I think I could name one. Weyburn, Two. Lloydminster, Regina, Moose Jaw. I think this was a better segment for Derek. <laughs> Wait, is Derek from Saskatchewan too? No, he just knows cities. He knows every city. Okay. I think he says he knows capitals, but he knows every city. I think that's how he knows. Hmm. Just everything. All right. Everything. So you end up in Ladysmith, Victoria. You're, you're very, you're, you're a hockey apathist for most of, the, most of your, your childhood and teenage years. Yep. And like, what were you passionate about as a child? Like, were you, were you in any sports or anything? Uh, do you count uh, drama club as a sport? You were in drama club. I was. Competitive drama? I so was. We, I was actually in competitive drama. That's awesome. Like, you did, like, dramatic readings and all uh, No, that stuff. Uh, the Canadian improv games. So I was... Uh, you were in the improv games? I was, yeah, I am a oh, Canadian, a CIG alum. Okay. That is really cool. Uh, actually, though, because uh, I did at one point try out for the improv team in grade 12, thinking, you know, I can be quirky and funny, right? <laughs> you know what i just realized what i just realized this is finally the date that you guys needed to have <laughs> okay where did this whole start where did this all start from <laughs> just you guys have a lot in common and there was always this like is steve in the chat i want to say something and then Steve would answer, and then it would just be you guys for like forty-five messages. It's true. And Although I feel that's at the end evolved. Go, huh. evolved. I feel like it's evolved more like Nick and Steve now are best buds. Mm, this I is don't true. Think, I don't know if Nick likes me. I think me. it's yeah. That's more just like Steve. Steve is like prodding a cat with a hot fork, <laughs> as I am known for. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Okay. So. You were a big fan of improv games and were you're I'm now just, in... I will I will cut to the chase for you. Okay. Uh, so you get to undergrad, <laughs> you're you have a young, impressionable mind. You're thinking I'm versing my I'm educating myself in the works of Nietzsche, Plato, all the greatest you know, works of the generation, and now someone named Henrik Sedin. Well, uh, a buddy of mine, I think he got me playing some version of the NHL uh, series and uh, because I didn't understand the rules of hockey, uh, similarly to how I don't understand the rules of soccer. Uh, and so he just said the easiest way to learn hockey is to just sit down and play like NHL 06 or whatever it was. And, uh, and so not the sport, don't like, don't play the sport, just play the video game. Well, I don't know how to stop on skates. Uh, that's kind of my tragic flaw as a human being. So, <laughs> so, so he had me in a safe That's your, that's your, your one major flaw. Yeah. My one major flaw is that I don't know how to stop while skating. Ah, do you ski anyway, at all? No, but I've, I have, uh, snowboarded before. Okay. Oh, those I guess aren't that, transferable. Those skills. aren't transferable. Uh, no, no. So, 
But anyway, so he introduced me to hockey through, you know, some one of the NHL series. And I found that I actually quite enjoyed the sport and then uh, got a feel for the rules and started watching the Canucks. And then uh, now we're here. Right. So favorite Canuck in the time you've been watching them? Um, I've got a soft spot for Burroughs and Hamhues. Oh, Hamhues. You own a Hamhues jersey, don't you? I do. I do own a Hammer jersey. It's uh, it's one of those things that people find weird because they don't know who he is, even when he was on the team. <laughs> <laughs> um, why why Hamhues? I mean, Burroughs, we all know, is like this hometown. Well, not hometown kid, but homegrown fan favorite. Fan favorite. You know really took off and but why ham Hughes? he was only here for you know four years yeah but he he was always reliable you know he he was the kind of defenseman that you know you're he, he wasn't flashy like you saw from someone like Erhoff or or, or even... Aaron Rome <laughs> yeah, he certainly yeah none of the flair of Aaron Rome but you know he he just seemed like a legitimately nice guy who happened to be playing hockey and I I just always appreciated his demeanor on and off the ice community oh, man okay. Dan Hamhuis it's true um yeah did, did you guys ever hear about like what actually happened with his injury in the Stanley Cup finals no so when he got, went to go hip check was it Horton that sounds I, right. No, yeah. Horton got hit by Rome, right? Or was that in like one of the earlier games? Like I think Horton it was the got same knocked game. out by Rome. It was the same Ham- game. Yeah. The point is, Hammer tried a hip check. <laughs> Hammer tried oh, a yeah, hip th- check. Th- so that's very the other large. reason that Hammer's great because he 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 was a big fan of the hip check, which is yeah. a skill that is increasingly uh, gone from the NHL. Well, because so. the whole stupid clipping penalty and trying to you know eliminate injuries or whatever. But penalties, penalties. Yeah, um, Jake for so, Tannen got 16 minutes tonight. I don't. Who gives a shit about penalties anymore? <laughs> I don't know why it's a stat in our. Uh, we'll we'll go for that when we actually get to fantasy hockey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, he so he went to go hip check someone large as everybody was on that Boston team, and then he proceeded to like his abdomen basically exploded because like the person that he hip checked was so big that he ended up getting these like crazy muscle tears and everything and he was oh, in yeah. an interview he like said he, he can't hip check anymore because it would actually be a major injury wow so like wasn't it was described as a hernia though right like yeah but like what's so a hernia insides, it's just a, a yeah, just yeah, yeah, like yeah. a tear in your abdominal his, wall his insides went to his outsides uh yeah and that's something that i have in common with ham hughes i had a hernia a few years ago so oh yeah an inguinal hernia hernia i don't even know hernia okay so so (laughs) steve how did you end up in the uh, fantasy hockey podcast you know sorry (laughs) the podcast obviously (laughs) we know how you ended up in it um we invited him about we invited you an hour ago (laughs) so (laughs) how did you end up you know knowing dylan i assume dylan is your your connection to the the fantasy hockey you know, I some some days I wonder. You know, uh, I I like other Do people you? in in the league more than I like Dylan, and uh, I feel I feel like I have a connection with other people <laughs> in the league more than I right. have a connection with Dylan, and so I feel like it probably wasn't Dylan that got me involved in the hockey pool. 
And this sounds I mean, like the math that I usually do, which is like based on feelings and not on fact. I I think what happened was when Dylan and I were working together, he just said, uh, we've only got five people for my hockey pool and we need a sixth. Do you like hockey, Steve? And, uh, and then and did you I, tell him, well, you see, Dylan, I was born in Saskatchewan. Then I moved to Ladysmith. <laughs> and here I am. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, most of my conversations actually start with that, and uh, and they go through that whole history. Right, you're a real, you know, well traveled Canadian. Like you've, like I've never been east of Saskatchewan, actually. Coquitlam. <laughs> <laughs> like I have, I have family in Weyburn, or did, and then. I've so to answer east. your question, yeah. yeah, I think Dylan invited me to the hockey game <laughs> the, the first year because they just needed an extra person, and Dylan knew that I liked the Canucks because I think this was the, this might have been the year, was did we start the pool during our cup run? Like was that the uh, year? It was like 2010 or yeah, it was something like that. You can yeah. refer to episode two where there's the entire oral history of our our fantasy hockey team. True. But, but so I I would uh, I was known for wearing my jersey uh, to to work on game day and so okay so that was a dead giveaway with, with a dress like shirt underneath oh yeah no I'm I'm classy <laughs> so you're wearing what kind of jersey Ham uh, uh yeah it was Ham Hughes or it might have been a Henrik jersey okay so mm. you had a, you had a couple to choose from so yeah um so I, from what I understand speaking of Henrik uh. I understand you were actually were like kind of the captain of your workplace. Is that right? Uh, captain is a weird word for describing someone who was Dylan's boss. <laughs> so you were the it's captain. It's so weird of that Dylan. I just don't like, I never even thought of that. Yeah, I, I was just, I was uh, the floor supervisor. So. so you guys worked at the bookstore or something like that? It uh, yes, it's kind of complicated. Uh, there, it's not an interesting story. So yes, we worked at the computer store section of the bookstore. Okay, so you were. Um, I I think you were working with Apple computers. So you were working with laptops and stuff like that. And so, do you guys have any good work stories from your time working at the bookstore? Um. I mean. The- the, tr- the truth for me is that I've done my best to forget most of that time. <laughs> Why was it something terrible or? No, it's just, just boring. It was work. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't fun. It was a means to an end of your, which was supporting your education. Yeah, yeah, supporting my my education and my uh, watching Canucks games in in a Ham Hughes jersey habit. Okay, so. <laughs> 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 so it was just a job. You weren't like passionate about the bookstore or anything like that. I I mean I liked it just fine and it was it was a good job, but I don't uh I mean it wasn't something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Okay. And uh I mean like that's that's the thing most of the stories just kind of bleed together. I don't have a lot of uh people who came in who were terribly memorable. There is Dylan, one time like, yeah. where Dylan and I saw someone's breasts which was a memorable story that I think Dylan can tell. <laughs> Dylan was about to jump in with the story. I feel was that the story you're going to tell Dylan? Yeah, it was uh Nipplegate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There was a there was a, a one woman girl student person. Um, we called them females, who, but go on. Female who uh <laughs> would always come in with this like super high-end MacBook that 
was just loaded with like all this bullshit software to try and like keep it secure, but it was all just spammy bloatware that didn't do anything. Um, and her computer would just be like, it wouldn't work. And she'd be like, oh, it just doesn't like, I, I need it to work again. I, I need to do work. I need to do schoolwork on it, but it just doesn't just, like start up or anything. And we'd be like, you need to get rid of all this software. And she'd be like, no, my dad keeps on putting it on there because it needs to be secure. And so we would check the computer in, it would get erased. We would give it back to her. Her dad would then get it, put all the software back onto it. And then she would come back and like complain about it being slow. And then her dad would come in with the computer and like complain about how the computer is a piece of crap. Um, and we would tell him that it's the software that you're putting on it. Um, and then one day she came in and she was like, it's super slow. It's just frozen. And she opened her laptop and right there in the middle of the screen was a picture of her being, uh, getting her nipples pierced, which hmm. was like a weird thing to have frozen on your screen, I guess. Or just a weird moment to capture in general, no? <laughs> yeah. It, well, it was kind of like, I I mean, it's it's in my brain. I don't know if um, any, do you guys, <laughs> well, I was going to say, Dylan, you have piercings. Did you take a picture of yourself when you got your ears pierced? Uh, No. I don't even remember like anything about that time. Um, the weird thing though was that she was getting her nipple pierced like in a living room. Oh, which so was, it was like a, a <laughs> contraband. It was, like a home, it was like a home job. Yeah, it's like oh, okay. a home birth, but you know, for nipple piercings. Exactly. Um, and then she quickly scooted the computer away from my view, in which I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, does that wanna?" And straight into Steven's gaze. <laughs> <laughs> So we both saw it. But she didn't leave right away. She started continuing to ask me questions about how she could fix the computer, which I guess, cool. <laughs> All right. Dylan was able to to uh, to work in the face of adversity. Uh, yes, what... that's exactly it. <laughs> Steve, are there three adjectives you could use to describe Dylan's uh, work ethic while he was you know, under your supervision? I, th I think there are rules about what you can say in a, uh, as a reference for someone. So I don't want to, I don't want to hinder Dylan's future job prospects by saying something untoward. Okay. I really feel like you don't have to worry about this on this, <laughs> this platform. <laughs> Go for it. I don't, I don't want his future I... employers to, you know, hear, and then all of a sudden, you know, fire I'm giving him. you my blessing. Okay, let's put it this okay. way: Do you see any parallels between how he runs his fantasy hockey team currently and his work ethic slash work uh, habits when he was under your supervision? Oh God, no! He was a much better employee than he is a fantasy uh, <laughs> GM, like vastly superior. Dylan, Dylan was but... gr great to work with, and. And I, I would fully recommend him to any job. But you just gotta <laughs> next time you apply for a job, you just gotta be like, listen to episode six of my podcast with <laughs> Yeah, as long as Dr. the job Steve. has nothing to do with hockey, hockey players, anything fantasy wise, or like anything with numbers, Dylan's gonna be, you know, your guy. That's totally unfair. Well, I'm saying I this won somebody... last year. This is the nicest thing I've ever heard Steve talk about, really anyone or anything, let alone Dylan. And Why he is respond it? with, hold but... on, I don't think so. 
but why is it why is it on a on a scale here and it's being it's being countered with my aptitude in fantasy hockey? What? Why can't it be both? <laughs> well, because you're you're good at one and the other less so. I like that's the way Fergie asked the question, Dylan. <laughs> so well, how do I quick breakdown Can of we put, how Dylan's wait, doing here. Oh, I would sorry. like I would like to put on I would like to put a bet down that I will beat I will I will finish higher in the regular season standings than Steve. Well let's take a quick look at these regular season standings to see how that is shaping up. Uh in first place we got Baby's Got Backland. Uh a a, a fake first seed as Steve <laughs> will maybe chime in with uh a little later when we discuss his affinity for stats. Uh, baby's got Backlund uh, lost last week to the Godfellas in the what do you see the the domestic matchup is that what we call this? Yeah, we we call it the domestic disturbance. The domestic disturbance uh, between <laughs> Megan and Paul. Megan won. Uh, we can only imagine what the spoils of victory were. Uh, <laughs> in uh, in se- second place, we got Brent's behind who won. Uh, 8-3 against Soso Silvers, or I guess Soso Sevens, because they're in seventh place now. Hey. Hey. Pretty good at this. How did I not make my improv team? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number three got the Godfellas. Man, these Sullivans are just... They're also in the semifinals of our fantasy football league. Uh, they're just real... Uh, fantasy aficionados or or they're colluding or they're colluding i think that's yeah, entirely plausible insider trading insider mm-hmm. trading uh fourth place we've got philip on forsbergers who are coming off a 5-4 loss to henrik and morty who are in fifth um philip on forsbergers better known as p sharps better known as brent Better known as better known as Brent's aging retirement home <laughs> for hockey uh, dads. And in sixth place, we got Mister Beast of New Haven, who's coming off a fresh ten-two win over Shut Your Five Hole. Yeah, that felt good. Yeah, and uh, I'm in eighth, coming off a eight-one shellac into also also yellow swag. That felt bad. In the meme off, the meme off of the, the, in the, the, of the first half off. of the season, yeah. the parody off. And here we got here ninth place at Jake for ten and eighteen, coming off a ten two win off of twelfth place semen stains or seven stains. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Uh, <laughs> I've been waiting for you to do that every episode, and finally it happened. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so glad I can make you happy, Steve. Um, number 10, we got Tootin' the Stall coming off a 7-4 win over Yellow Swag Swahili. And 11th is, 12th is Seven Stains. 13th, also, also Yellow Swag, who beat me. And then rounding out the group is Yellow Swag Swahili. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I just, I don't know if you guys remember. You probably do. Do you remember last season? Uh yeah, last season where I think we got locked out after the fourth week and then right. the season didn't go well, up. What I was I mean, I want to talk about the other side of last season. I know I, I was your I was your champion and victor, but last season Megan was 
in last for most of the most of the year and her line never really like her line on the on the graph never really got up to the rest of the group i think i think nick too might be setting a new record for how low his line can go um i'm gonna have to make our 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 graph very very vertical okay i mean i think we got to do one thing here so nick's playing his players which is good and like he's participating which i appreciate a lot of the times it's very easy just in that last place spot to just kind of well guess this is the way it goes and just not do anything i've never done that before i've heard i've always completed the season yeah, I, I actually I can't make fun of Dylan because there was the season where midway through I tried to drop all of my players. And, uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. What happened? Uh, I was having a really bad season, and we were in a rotisserie league, and there was no hope. So I just said, "I'm just going to drop all of my players," and uh, I believe the league had to reset so that uh, <laughs> so that was undone. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Steve! Yeah, this, no, this league has had a term has a has had a tumultuous uh, history. All right. Well, right now in this in this bet, so what are we going to put on the line here? So you're saying, Dylan, you're going to finish above Steve, right? I do. I do think that I could. I okay. could definitely finish above him in the in the league. What, well, what are you basing that on, Dylan? Like, what what insider information do you have that tells me that you're going to finish anything above? I don't think you're going to make the playoffs. I I honestly am just being a uh, I'm just going on gut here. Ugh. Okay, so what, what are we putting on the line here? We have to put something on the line. For this. Why don't you? Let, I don't know. Set the set the line here. You you, you okay? You, you well, go Steve, for you're it. you're the one being called out here. What what? What do you propose Dylan does if he wins or loses? Uh, if Dylan loses, I get to pick his team name next season. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> that's pretty good. It'll just be the Atlanta Hawks, <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. What's the, what's the Atlanta hockey team? The, the Thrashers. Thrashers, right? Okay. And I have already been the Thrashers, so yeah, yeah he's been okay. the Thrashers already. Why are all the Atlanta teams, professional sports teams, all? Birds, I guess. I guess. I guess. Except for baseball, how does baseball make it on every podcast we do? Anyways. Well, it hadn't until you you brought it. <laughs> well, okay. Is that it? You episodes. just want to name my team next year? That's it. Yeah. Okay, and then Dylan, what do you got to do if you win? And if Dylan wins, I give him a thousand bucks. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Obviously, no. I would love to have a virtual handshake on this right now. Yeah, Dylan, you still owe me twenty bucks from the year I won the pool. So, what? What? At what point did this league have money involved? Man, the year, the year (laughs) that I won, we had said we're gonna put twenty bucks down. We said that at the start of the season, and then I win, and then all of a sudden there's no money in it. So, (laughs) did you get money from anybody? No, but I hold you (laughs) responsible because you're the only one I've ever met. Is this the source? Because, like, I mean. For whatever reason, there's this narrative in the group chat that Steve just absolutely hates Dylan. But, like, not even, like, jokingly hates. Because, you know, like, the basis of every male friendship is, like, just just making fun of people. Um, yes, this is definitely true. But, like, Steve's hate is kind of, like, taken another level where I feel like 
really personal things have been said. Like, no, but that's Dylan, the thing your earlobes are ugly, said. and you have a terrible haircut, and you have <laughs> dil- your glasses make you look like I don't know. Steve has never Steve said anything. Here. No, he's never said anything personally hate like hateful towards me. It's always just been like no, grandiose he he, statements he, about he, general hate and yeah, feelings. He, he towards definitely me. told you to die. I feel. <laughs> yeah, but like he's never said like I hate how your voice is or your like he's there. I don't know. <laughs> There's not much that he could like make fun of. I guess. Wait, are you saying you're perfect or something? No, I just mean like he couldn't come up. He couldn't come into the like he couldn't say you look terrible today, Dylan, because we're not looking at each other ever. Cause right, out of the country. Steve, what? What? Let's just say you really wanted to get on Dylan's nerves here. Like, what? What kind of? What kind of insult? Like, what would you go for here? What's your jugular shot, as it were? I mean, I'm gonna save my ammo. I'm not gonna waste it here on the podcast for oh. you, Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to manufacture but, no, some rivalry. Steve, like, f- follow me here. Is this? It's true though. You've never like actually come out and told me to like. I don't. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know where you would go with it. But I've never felt personally attacked. Yeah. No, it's just. Trash I felt talk. attacked. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you're always kicking me in the shins. That's how I feel. That that's pretty much what I'm going for. Like, <laughs> Just I would annoying. like you to feel like there is somebody always like, you know, when you're when you're sitting and you're rocking back on a chair, and someone will kick the leg of the chair and you fall back like two inches but catch yourself. That's what I'm always going <laughs> for with Dylan. I want you to always feel like that. That's all right. I love living on the edge. <laughs> um. Speaking of edges, uh, Steve, you, you seem to want to get kind of the upper hand whenever it comes with numbers and players and stuff like that. And uh, recently you've been kind of <clears throat> posting in the group your revised rankings, as it were. I, I mean, uh, I call them adjusted rankings, but yeah. Adjusted. Yeah, okay. Um, one, have you always been this interested in stats? Um, I mean, once upon a time, uh, I wanted to do an economics degree because uh, I thought that money puck sounded like something that would be fun. <laughs> like, you know, so, I like the idea of uh, of connecting numbers to to things where people weren't necessarily seeing and using numbers. So yeah, you know, I like I, I like the uh, uh, the things that you can do with numbers and stats. So just to clarify, money puck being the concept of like Moneyball and baseball, where a very famous Oakland A's general manager Billy Bean used advanced stats that none of the other teams were using at the time to sign undervalued players, but apply that to hockey. Did you read that off of a book jacket? No, <laughs> I just thought maybe some people wouldn't understand what money puck was, but instead, <laughs> I just thought I quickly summarize. <laughs> It's called being a host, Dylan, okay? Very accurate. <laughs> yeah, haven't you heard his really smooth transitions, too? Like... <laughs> Speaking of edges. <laughs> that, was, that was, I don't know. That what was, was pretty good. On. I thought that was pretty good. Okay. Uh, tell us it more really about doesn't your work advanced... if we just talk about their transitions, though. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, tell us more about your tran- your your transitions. No, your, your advanced My... statistics. <laughs> well, it 
So I I don't know if Dylan knows this about me, but for for a while I have uh, had a problem with the loser point in hockey. I I think the tie. That, yeah, the tie. I think. Yeah. Um, I think the tie <laughs> when getting any point for a loss is is actually stupid. Uh, I don't. Well, think especially because that... a, t- a tie is not fifty percent of a win. There's no way that's true. Well, now it's not even a tie. It's an overtime loss. An overtime loss should never be 50% of a win. Well, you know? it, yeah. I, well, they, it, they, they, the, the argument is that like you you played regulation to a tie, and therefore you've both earned a point at that point, and now you're playing for the next point. Anyways, let, let's see finish his, his grand point here. Right. Well, it, I mean, just I, I've always been against uh, uh, the, the loser point. So I... One day I was sitting down and I was just looking at, uh, I was going back to, I think, uh, maybe the lockout. No, it would have been the, 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 the lockout before the most recent lockout where I just wanted to see um, if what teams would have made the playoffs if you didn't have the loser point involved. And yeah. so uh, I was sitting down with that and then I realized, oh, I could probably take uh, the same the same script that I'm using to pull all of the data here and just apply it to the fantasy hockey pool and, and do some cool things. So I just started pulling our uh, fantasy numbers. So are you omitting ties? Uh, I'm not omitting ties because ties um, don't, uh, well, it's, it's different in a category based system, right? Like a tie in a category based system is okay. Uh, it's just I I think that the teams that go on to the playoffs should be the teams that win the most games. Like that, I don't know why that's a shocking thing to say, but in real hockey, not in, in real hockey. hockey, yeah, in and... real hockey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how are you adjusting the stats in the fantasy league? Like, what are you doing to find out that uh, that Paul is actually eighth and not first? So basically what I what I've done is I have just pulled the um I the way that we we do the league is every week we're playing off against one other player. I just uh grab the data and have us play against every other player um as well. And then so your points total is you get two points for every category that you win against any other player. You get one point for every category you tie and zero for every category you lose. And so um, that's what the total po- adjusted points is. It's as if every week you were playing every other team in the uh, in the pool. Is this different than just doing like point totals to head-to-head? Uh, like if we just looked at... Like if I went into our fantasy league and I went to team stats totals and just looked at gross totals for everything, how is that different than what you're doing? Um, because uh, it's week to week. Do they do uh, the the stats? They don't week? break it down week to week. No, it's like gross totals for the year. Yeah. So yeah. so that would be for rotisserie, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So this isn't rotisserie. This is every week if you played every other fantasy GM. Um, and so how well would you do against all of them? Yeah. What would your, what would you do? Like how many times would you win for goals? How many times would you win for assists? And so, um, that's how it's adjusted. And so the, the, the big thing that this shows off is who is getting the, the more fortunate matchups. So, you know, Mm. someone like Paul who 
consistently is uh, losing more matches than he's winning, but is still doing so well in the rankings, is incredibly lucky in who he's facing week to week because he's usually facing one of the few people who he would uh who he would actually manage to beat right is there like have you pulled a like competition quality out of it somehow like saying um like a percentage of paul's matches like what's the percentage that he would have I guess what's the strength of his opposition? Yeah, I mean there so there's more there's some more advanced stats that I should be figuring out some ways to delve into. Part of it is just it's a it it's weird to to even think through some of this stuff. Like just how to how to articulate it, let alone how to how to measure it. And so uh, and I'm not spending more than, you know, an hour and a half a week on this, so <laughs> Is that what you've allotted for it? You're like, okay, Wednesdays at three thirty. Yeah, I'm basically just gonna, I'm gonna run this script. I'm gonna put it into my spreadsheet, and I hope that nothing goes wrong. Yeah. I have a, I have a follow up question for you. Um, can you, can you figure out a way to make me first in no. your numbers? No. Why? Why not? Well, You're a magician with these numbers. But the your team isn't very good, Dylan. Like this is this is the problem that I keep telling you is. Oh, is I think my I can team, figure, we can, is my we team can getting make better. Dylan first, I figured how it do out. You make, how do you make me first? We go back. We sort by you? no. We sort by alphabetical order. It's true then, because the yeah. ad symbol comes first. <laughs> the, yes. ad, the ad symbol would make him first. Right. So I'm alphabetically <laughs> the champion. Yeah, Dylan, your your problem is still goaltending. Well, I feel like this is a this is one of the things that I think that I can fix. I think it's in, an easy fix, or like, I, I, see, I have a whole plan that I'm I don't want to talk about right now because everyone's going to hear about it. Talk about your plan, Dylan. I might be running into some goaltending issues myself, Dylan. I don't know what to do. Well, I just saw Devin Dubnik went down with an injury, and Yaroslav Halak is terrible all of a sudden. I, I don't think of that it's unreasonable for me to just stick with John Gibson and Jimmy Howard for the rest of the season and just like try and find waiver goalies. In fact, I've actually been doing better with just them and not a third goalie in the last is, two weeks than I have been there, without them. Steve, what do you think? Is there any like a fantasy hockey strategy that we think we aren't utilizing where that's like like for example in fantasy football there's this whole concept of like streaming quarterbacks because if a quarterback will there's very little volatility in that in that uh that position like even if you're spending a lot of draft value on this top tier quarterback a person you could stream or like pick up from the waiver wire every week uh like let's just say as a cumulative backup goalie stat like you're just picking up and dropping backup goalies do you think you could conceivably do well using that strategy yeah, actually, and that's that's a something that I think I'm going to be trying for in in the near future. Darcy uh, Darcy Camper just uh, just was dropped on the waiver wire, and he was an easy pickup for me. Uh, and I think I'm going to ride him for a little bit, and and then drop him when uh, when the Kings start to cool off, and uh, and you know, like look for someone like Malcolm Subban if the if like ah, eh, he's a bad example, but. But you know, like this, this is the big problem with our with our league. So, 
so many teams. We're 14 teams, 28 goaltenders minimum. Uh, we have so, well over 28 because there's at least half those teams have three. Well, and this is, and so that ends up being the problem, right? And so then we're looking at goal. But the thing is, though, like, wouldn't it be better to take, like, who's the worst starter in the league right now? The worst who starting play, goaltender? What, yeah, like, it's probably who, Howard. <laughs> is it Jimmy Howard? Like, I feel like you'd just be better off not playing Howard and just like t- picking up who, whatever random backup goaltender is playing that night. You know? Well, I think, I mean, what I've been trying to do, and I actually lucked out on it tonight is sitting Howard when he's playing teams that are strong and playing him against teams that are more likely for him to get a win. Right. But what um, I, I almost feel like that. So he's almost like, he's almost like a waiver wire pickup. You're right. Yeah. Or you could just, you know, cherry pick your matchup. So you, cause like presumably they'd be playing their backup goaltender against weaker teams anyways. Right. Well, uh- not if you're Detroit and you've played Jimmy Howard for all of the last 15 games. And, How and bad not... is your backup goaltender then? <laughs> well, they start him and then he gets pulled and Howard goes in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Or, or you have the problem where the Vegas Knights, where they've gone through, is it five goaltenders this season? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it, it's That's crazy. The, the other like big problem. Like your ECHL Jolie is now being used in the NHL, right? If you've gone through five? Mm-hmm. Well, no, they, they had a they had a junior goalie. Yeah, and the, Dylan the, Ferguson. That our, remember, that was our Dylan Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, the the big problem with goaltending in a league like this is that I can't pick up a goaltender the day I know he's playing. Right. Like, and a backup, you're ne- you're almost never gonna know when a backup is playing for sure. You know, two, three, two days out, you're gonna know that day, and so by then it's too late. Is it, I just I just took a quick look at like moves, and full disclaimer I only have five moves on the season. That's incredible. How? But I'd say there's only Both zero, one, two, five, three, and four, six. five, six. Yeah. Like there's really only like six or seven teams that are like really actively moving. Well, and this is one of my theories uh, around Paul. It's not necessarily that Paul is just getting lucky matchups. He's doing, uh, he may be doing a good job of dropping players when they're weak uh, against a particular team. So he's paying attention to who his fantasy matchup is and and dropping players then. Um, but I don't know if that's actually happening or not. Oh my goodness. Somebody pick up Carrie Lettinen? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> well, there's just uh, like, there's, oh, Henry, there's no one there's no great goaltenders available, so you're always taking a chance. Let's let's take a quick look at who the best available goaltender is. I mean, right now, uh uh Yahoo Hockey says it's Malcolm Subban. And followed by Curtis Michelini. He's still in the league. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and well, is, Mal- is Malcolm Subban a good goalie? Uh, not a great goalie, but he's got not a only is he, team that's killer. He's not actually even available. He was in somebody's roster recently. Oh, yeah. Because he's on the waivers. Well, yeah. What a time to be alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, guys, um, we have been talking for about an hour now um why don't we kind of look at wrapping this up steve throughout the season you've kind of been called out a lot 
for whatever reason, you seem to be the, I think the the wrestling term is the heel of our league, where people just seem to, to rag on you for no reason. Is there anybody you want to kind of call out either statistically or personally or fantasy hockey skill-wise that you think needs to be called out? Sorry, can you just give me some examples of people who have uh, who have been calling me out all all league? Well, there's the infamous like Megan and you beef from week three, right or week four? <laughs> Whenever it was Greg was on <laughs> podcast number two, where there's that whole rivalry between the two of you when you're playing each other. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's uh, that qualifies, Fergie. I don't, Why doesn't I don't, it qualify? It was there were some very personal things said. Again, I think Dylan will will reiterate this. I'm not known for personal attacks. <laughs> well, I'm giving you the opportunity to. Well, I, I think everyone in this league is an upstanding citizen. I think Paul is going to drop to second at least this week, which is great. Thank God. Uh, but. Uh, no, I don't. I'm not going to make any personal attacks against anyone in the league. Okay, I'm not your <laughs> monkey, Fergie. <laughs> uh, this segment never goes well, Dylan. I need to think of something different now. Uh, well, you did name it manufactured rivalries. I know <laughs> it was set up to fail. <laughs> uh, I really thought it'd go better. Maybe I need to start coming up with something a little bit different. Um, um, well. You got Dylan? Uh, no. No, I don't have anything. Okay. <laughs> hey, actually, I do have one question. Uh, in 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 uh, in your fantasy hockey dashboard, on the right hand side, it always says your fantasy shot player of the week. Yes. Has anyone bought <laughs> their own fantasy shot player of the week's jersey? Does that happen? Does somebody like look at that and go, oh shit, Braden Point is rank one this week. I should buy his jersey. <laughs> Who would it have to be, Steve? Who would it have to be for you to buy the jersey? Well, Dan I'm Ham Hughes. <laughs> I I'm currently <laughs> on the lookout for a new a new Canucks jersey and uh I've been thinking about, about who to get. And so uh I I mean, my problem is I think the only Canuck I have is Daniel Sedin, and he is not going to be the player of the week anytime <laughs> he soon. He will never be the player of the week. Yeah, never again. So um, that's that's my predicament. I'm, I want a Canuck jersey. I mean, I thought about getting a Burroughs jersey when he was traded, but it seems like Ottawa fans really hate that he is on their team. So Really? Uh, I think How he's, come? I think he hasn't been very good. Oh, okay. And they... He's good, good in the room, though. Given up. Yeah, I think that he's matters less room. to a, a hockey team that would like to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, okay. I was reading about Ottawa. Um, why is Carlson all of a sudden in trade rumors? Uh, I think, End of a contract. Yeah, I think Carlson is looking for more okay, money. But why wouldn't you just, like, okay, how many goal, How many defensemen? Like, Carlson's pretty young, right? He's tw- He's below 30. And he's, you know, he's been the best defenseman in the league at one point in his life, and he he's coming off an injury. Like, he's getting back there. Why wouldn't you just pay him all the money? Like, we know that defensemen like that don't come around very often. Ownership. 
Really? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm not, I don't follow Ottawa hockey that much, but I know there are some fans who have some problems with the ownership. And I heard today that they just got sold. Like Eugene Melnick just sold it. Oh, really? Because the Canes just heard... got sold too. Oh, this it, is this is the second to... episode of our our sports business podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I read on. I, I'm not sure where. I guess it was on our hockey on Reddit. Um, that he Melnick just sold the team to like a Ottawa investor group that's like a bunch of um, local millionaires and billionaires. The the same group that owns the the Red Blacks. Um, and everyone was quite excited about it because Melnick I don't know if I would trust anybody who bastard. has who who has the Ottawa Red Blacks as like their primary asset on their portfolio. Well, I mean, apparently the Red Blacks are quite successful in their like second coming in Ottawa since they, oh, really? yeah, yeah. Like that's great. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Steve knows more, but <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't I, watch I, any CFL football. CF... <laughs> we keep thinking of other sports that we don't know anything about. <laughs> I, I did, uh, I did see the roar of the rings for the uh, Olympic curling trials last week. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? Does anyone skate on that ice, or is it all just shoes? Uh, during curling. Yeah. Do, do like, does anyone get out there and just like? Do you rip up? Do, do you know how curling works, Dylan? Sure, but maybe they need to get down quicker, so they like strap some skates on. Mm, ever? But does that like, ever happen? it's really important that the ice be kept uh, really pretty managed. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I not work well. I want to point out the uh, Ottawa Sun three hours ago has an exclusive. I was going to say it. Senators owner <laughs> Melnick not selling the team. Period. I'm looking at the same article now. <laughs> <laughs> this has been fake news with Dylan. Yeah, but the the Carolina Hurricanes were sold this week. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> to a Dallas billionaire. To, they both wear red. The red blacks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was. But in this case, yeah, the red blacks Carolina are also an oil company. <laughs> um. Well, Steve, who who would be the the MVP of your fantasy team thus far? Uh can I say Tom Wilson? <laughs> Even though Holy I shit, picked man. him up a week and a half ago. Did you? <laughs> when did you pick him up? What day? What day did you pick him up? I, I actually think I picked him up uh, right at the end of November, so I've had him for a little while. And um, why did you pick him up? Because uh, I'm a very good fantasy uh, GM. I'm just did you see yeah. that he had like, changed lines or something like that? Because literally all of this Tom Wilson is amazing thing happened like in the last week. And if you've had him for two weeks, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, so I, pick, I actually picked him up November 22nd. Um, so I've had him for quite a while, three weeks now. Um, the The big reason that I picked him up was uh, uh, who did I have? Oh, who is it? Who just the uh, Dorset? Oh, uh, I, yeah, I lost. I so lost. you literally that found giving. you found like the spirit animal of Dorset in Tom Wilson. Yeah, yeah, and I did it solely. I was solely looking for pims and. Uh, if you take a look, starting uh, November twenty fourth, uh, that's when he gets his 
uh, what's that? His first goal, in, or no, sorry, that's an assist. Um, and he just starts to slowly rise until we get to last week. Four points. I mean, just to, just to recap, he has eleven points in his last thirteen games, yeah. including three and three goals and four assists in his last three. In that game against penalties. Chicago. The game against Chicago, two goals, two assists, plus three, four penalty minutes, a shorthanded goal, mm-hmm. three shots on net, and two blocks. Like, what? How is he? Where? I don't. All of the questions. He's being called a fantasy monster by Roto. You should probably drop him soon. The, the whole reason he... I picked him up was Pims, and I got a whole lot more out of him. So, waiver wire pickup. I so... will be dropping him at some point, but. Who knows when? Not after, before or after you buy the Tom Wilson jersey. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Right>? Exactly. <laughs> Is there anybody on your team that you want to kind of call out and say to pick up their their performance? Uh, I mean, the obvious one would be Daniel Sedin, but uh, that's probably just Why never. Why is he still on your team? How did we lose 7-1 today? Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, Nashville is better than us. Uh, and Nashville's a very good team. Okay. Hold on. I also have uh, I have Matias Ekholm, and he ended up with one assist. Like that's, although I do have Craig Smith. He had a goal, two assists, but I don't know. I, I feel like I don't know if you guys ever look at the box score and you see like one of your players was in a you know seven one victory, and you expect to see like a hat trick from that's every literally, one of the players. Yeah. <laughs> every time I see the Chicago win, I'm like, oh, did Saad get a goal? Nope. Seven right. shots, no goals. How is Saad doing? I'm, uh, he's, Did he he's drop him had... already? No, man. Like I feel like I can't drop him. I feel like he's he's stuck on my team. He just shooting like no like no tomorrow. Because <laughs> he, he because he's not like I mean I'm getting the shots right. I don't know. Are you? His his ninety six <laughs> shots, eleven goals, and seven of those goals came in the first week. So what's his what's his shooting percentage? It must be something terrible. Yeah, it's it's like under seven percent. That's bad. I don't know how. <laughs> That's bad. He did have two points in his uh, last game, though. I mean, seven so, percent isn't terrible. Like, you look at Patrick <clears throat> Kane; he's only shooting at something like ten percent. What's Brock That's... Besser at? Oh God, I don't want to know. Twenty-one percent. A hundred and twenty percent. That kid. <laughs> I still. I think I've mentioned this before, but Alex Chieson when he was called up on the Dallas Stars, scored on his first six shots on goal. Like, he's had six goals and six shots. What a, a fall from grace that's been. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Charles Chase sounds any good. I just know he's not scoring on every shot. <laughs> well, it's getting a little late. Uh, Steve, do you have anything you want to plug in your life or podcast-wise? <laughs> This is prime advertising for you right now. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, no, no one else who's who's listening to this has heard about my other podcast one-offs. <laughs> um, I don't know. You wanna you wanna check out my other podcast? Head to. Well, one-offs. how about your? Is there anything we like academic-wise we can we can look at? Do you want to plug your dissertation or anything? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I really I really don't every. Every minute that I spend paying attention to the hockey pool is a minute that I should be writing my my dissertation. Man, you're <laughs> wasting a ton of time. <laughs> I know. All all sixteen of your moves. <laughs> oh man, 
hey man, one of those moves was Wilson. So that's true. And if that's a sign of your dissertation, I can't wait to see your Nobel Prize. I don't know if that's <laughs> where oh, this man, went, see, you made such a like that started as such a smooth transition. It was a great like it seemed like it was a great way to end the podcast. Really I didn't elegantly. know how. I don't know how political science dissertations end. Neither do I. That's why I'm still writing mine. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> um, in my mind, it's just going to be like the Art of War novel. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of poetry? Yeah. Well, that's not the Art of War, but... I'm, it's kind of poetry, isn't it? Or is it just <laughs> translated... And that's why I feel like it sounds like poetry. Now that's racist. <laughs> well, who's who's read the Art of War most recently out of the three of us? I feel it might be Dylan. He has a lot of hot takes on the Art of War. I read it. I read it like a month ago, but I read like just the first. You, know, like, you read the Art of War a month pages. ago. Okay, can I just willingly? Say that I was looking after my mom's dog, and in he her was bedroom, reading the Art of War. No, in her bedroom, <laughs> in her bedroom on her side table was the art of war like she had been reading it before going to bed and i just felt that was really kind of weird why is my mom reading the art of war okay that that's it did you find out why no i never asked her maybe i should oh well she listens to the podcast right she listened to some of the second episodes she keeps on coming up on this podcast why does she keep on coming up on set it's me i'm doing it I mean, it's your mom. It's not a completely illogical jump to talk about your mom, but. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How about you, Dylan? Do you have anything to plug? Um, No, you ask me this every week, and I feel like I now now the pressure's on. You know it's coming too. I know. I don't have anything to plug. Steve, isn't Dylan the worst? No. (laughs) (laughs) Steve. That's like the number one rule in improv. You have to say yes and, right? Uh, Hey, Dylan, do you have a Twitter account you want to plug this week? Yeah, it's at St. Louis Shoes. No, that's not it. I don't use Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. I do have a Twitter account, but I don't use it. Steve does. Steve Rayor, at Steve Rayor or something like that. Well, there's an N in my name, but yeah. Stephen Rayor. Stephen yep. Rayor. Or <laughs> Steve I have a Twitter account Rayor. to see like <laughs> the ends at the beginning, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at Steve Rayorn. <laughs> should I? Uh, I don't know why this is I, hilarious. <laughs> should I take? Should I see if at St. Louis Shoes is available on Twitter? Please do. I don't. Also, think I'll any I'll quickly check that. GoDaddy to see if at uh, stlouisshoes.com is available. That way we can just make that our we can just have it redirect to our fantasy hockey website. Anyway, guys, this uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Mac Keeper, uh, your your number one Mac defender. Uh, make sure guys, stlouisshoes.com is available. It, is it a? Can we just put uh, links like um, referral links for downloading Mac Keeper? We can make up some money or make some money. Is that how easy that is? I think so. Because <laughs> a ton of people are going to go to St. Louis Shoes.gov. <laughs> just, okay, I still so think if episode... we had com just redirect to our fantasy hockey website, that'd be perfect. All right. Well, go ahead and buy it.
So, okay, let's look at the best. Okay, I'm not going to online shop on the podcast. But, uh, Dylan, what are you going to say? I was going to say, let's buy it. Let's buy it right now. Live podcasting. We're going to okay. buy it. Add the cart. St. Louis <laughs> Shoes. Continue hey, to Fergie, cart. is there yes. uh, anything you want to plug this week? Uh, I keep plugging my cooking, but although it's not that good. <laughs> I, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you understand what plugging is for, but... <laughs> Well, you just see, like, I don't have, um, guys, do I get privacy protection? No, I don't. I don't really care. Hey, hold on. Hold on. St. Louis dot shoes is available. Is that better, Steve? Uh, I mean, for starters, asking me is silly because I think it's silly to buy either of them. We can Play along. We can have a professional email address. We can be... Dylan at <laughs> Are you buying this? You better be buying this right now. Wait, do we ever start that Patreon page? Dylan? Wait, can you buy St. Louis shoes dot online instead? Why? Why is that better? That's worse. I, you're right. St. Louis shoes dot com is just better. This classic. Okay, go for it. Okay, uh, we're not going to do privacy protection. We're not going to have Linux web hosting. Okay, how We're about Fergie, have... you just give me 15 bucks. <laughs> Will you... Nope. This is going to just... be $35? Oh my goodness. Buy it off Hover. Don't buy it off GoDaddy. Okay, how do I do this? Okay, I'll... okay. We'll, we'll I think this, this out, is guys. where we wrap up the this podcast. This is where we're going to wrap up. I'm just going like to let you guys plug... know that this entire podcast is going to be edited into a clip show. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> so as always i mean your host alex ferguson aka also named <laughs> yellow swag uh joining me was at jake for 10 and 18 and the beasts of new haven uh come visit us on st louis shoes.com uh, we'll you see. didn't even you didn't even <laughs> ask me how many gatorade bottles it would take to fill an entire uh hockey arena i i, it, <laughs> I was trying to get to that segment but then it was like 45 minutes in and uh Ask it now. Okay, uh, Steve, just because you're really into stats, and this was one of the things I wanted to bring up. How many Gatorade bottles? How do you calculate how many no Gatorade bottles? I have no fucking idea, Fergie. It's an insane <laughs> question. What, what is wrong Okay, with everyone, you? bye. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>